Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in sweltering hot New York City. And it's like Mother Nature turned up to the temperature for outside just as things are getting good in the gossip world. Um, where do I even start? We're going to start with Harvey Weinstein. Um, he, of course, is the big story today. Um, he was arrested um, and officially charged with rape and sexual misconduct. He, of course, pled not guilty. And as is expected in a story like this, um, many of you know, or um, almost everyone knows, I'm not even going to qualify this. Um, the Harvey Weinstein downfall really set the Me Too movement into motion. If he had somehow skirted out of uh, trouble, I don't think the dominoes would have fallen the way they did. I could be wrong, and I will openly admit that, but to see one of the world's most powerful producers uh, fall the way Harvey Weinstein fell. It was nothing short of epic, and it couldn't have happened to a more vile human being. Um, Rose McCowan was on Megyn Kelly Today, um, where she basically said that that Harvey Weinstein obviously still holds some sort of power, because uh, if it were anyone else, he would not have been allowed to turn himself in um, on a Friday before Memorial Day. Um, so the fact that he was in this slow news cycle means that he he's still wielding some sort of um, power. Uh, my boyfriend Ronan Farrow said that he doesn't think that these that the men who are harassing people, men and women who are harassing people, have quite got the message that time is literally up and um, you'll be prosecuted for that sort of behavior. Um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where for so long, um, you know, just I was going back through and reading um, some of the plot summaries of Jackie Collins' books and reading some of my favorite passages, don't judge me. It's just something I like to do, especially when I'm stuck and trying to figure out a story. Um, since I, I since I love Jackie so much, I do, I go back and I read some of the stuff that she wrote. Um, there's a short story um, she wrote for, before the release of The Power Trip. Um, and, you know, sometimes... Just reading her work will shake something loose in me. It didn't work this time. I think I got to read something else. But, um, like, just the subtext of, of the harassment and the way these men think. Um, there's, there's a passage, I believe it was in Hollywood Wives, The New Generation, where, um... The, one of the ladies, one of the main character's husbands, thinks that she should be grateful 
that he let her give him oral sex. Um, and he doesn't understand why she's so moody and upset. And it just really made me wonder, like, because Jackie has always said, her fiction is actually tamer than real life. So I was like, oh my god, like, this must be what Harvey Weinstein was thinking, like, that he could go out and screw and harass and coerce all these starlets into having sex with him. And that it was okay. And that, you know, there was no repercussions to this. Um, and now we're seeing, like, those chickens are coming home to roost. He is, He's quite possibly going to jail. He's definitely going to be charged. Um, and as we saw with Bill Cosby... There's there's very little leniency. The juries are turning in guilty verdicts left and right. I will be right back. Okay. So, I forgot to tell you what I'm drinking in the first segment because I was just so excited to um, talk about Me Too and the Harvey Weinstein going down. I am drinking... Long Island iced teas in honor of this holiday. No, I'm not going to Long Island. And I probably will have some iced tea tomorrow because I'm going to have a horrible, horrible hangover. Um, so, thank you guys. Um, welcome to the memorial edition of Drunk Gossip. Um, and now we're going to talk about, you know, th- that segue was really random and so is this pairing, Eminem and Nicki Minaj. Now, I've often played with, like, fan fiction ideas. Um, for those of you who know me, you know I've always wanted to be the next Jackie Collins. Like, I could never duplicate her writing style because she was in the class of her own. She was just so brilliant. Um, but... That doesn't stop me from wishing that I could um, write, in, um, write in her genre. Um, at one time she said that, because someone said that she wrote romance novels, and she said, no, I write relationship dramas. And I was just like, oh my god, yes, queen. Um, you know, write all the Hollywood stuff that you want, because I will read it all. And I want to write it. And eventually I'm going to get to that phase of my career. Right now I'm kind of in a soap opera-y phase, so I'm kind of rolling with it. I have a serial plan, whatever. We're not here to talk about my career goals. We are here to talk about Eminem and Nicki Minaj. Um, so Nicki has a new CD coming out. It was pushed back from August to June, or from June to August, rather. I told you, these Long Island ISTs are just messing with my mind, man. Messing with my mind. Um, so, Nikki has been on Instagram. Um, she finally broke her her silence and came back to social media to all of our delight. And uh, she, she shared a clip of an upcoming song called Big Bank or so, something like that. And one of the verses... Um, yeah, I met some shady. I bagged. I bagged at M. And so, since that wasn't subtle enough, I suppose, 
one of her friends, not one of her friends, one of her fans asked her point blank if she was admitting to dating Eminem. And Nikki was like, that would be a yes. Couple things to consider here. Eminem has not responded um, to any of this yet. As I mentioned in the previous segment, this is a very, 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 very slow news weekend. Memorial Day is kind of where um, celebrities dump the gossip that they don't want you talking about. But there's no way Nikki doesn't want you talking about this because Eminem is one of the most successful rappers ever. And if she can tie herself to him, that only lends more credit to her work. And it also helps explain where she was for the last few months. So she definitely wants people talking about this. And this is a pairing that's going to make people talk. Um, Eminem may be one of the most successful rappers ever, but so is Nicki. Um, she may not be permanent A-list. She may not be um, fondly remembered all the time. But she's still very successful on her own. Um, a, a Nicki Minaj feature guarantees a top 10 smash hit. Um, just ask Madonna. Um, almost every song that they've that Madonna and Nicki Minaj have released together has gone into the top ten and sold a bazillion copies. Um, and I'm really digging this pairing. You know there are rumors about Eminem being gay. Um, when I lived in Detroit, I heard that he would throw orgies and only mess around with the dudes. I don't know if that's true. Again, that's just rumors I heard. Um, and, of course, there's rumors that Nikki is into the ladies. Again, um, th- these are all just rumors, but it kind of sparks ideas for for a novel, right? Maybe I should start my journey to becoming the next Jackie Collins now. I'll be right back. All right, so I was... I really was hoping to avoid this, um, but I can't. Um, I Mandy is just horrified over this. Um, I didn't know quite what tone to take with it, uh, and I'm, I still don't, I don't even know what I'm gonna say. Uh, to be fair, I never know what I'm gonna say because Dale Call makes me. Um, say things that I normally would never say. Okay, I would say them, but the alcohol really helps loosen it up, especially um, with the public. So, Morgan Freeman has been accused of sexual harassment by eight different women. Um, They all are pretty much the same as they are in, in most of these stories. Um, in, in Morgan Freeman's case, he tried to lift skirts. He would make comments about women's bodies. Um, in one instance, he asked a reporter if she was married. When she responded, no. He asked her if she fooled around with older guys. And she tried to just change the subject and do her job and and interview him. Um, I really wish I could say I was shocked. I'm not. Um, Not that I ever really 
I thought that Morgan Freeman was going to be um, one of the guys who was was tarnished or lost his career due to Me Too. Um, but certainly, he he's one of the most successful actors um, alive. And that power had to go to his head a little bit. Um, do I think his career is over? I, I really don't. Um, because we've watched, we've actually witnessed his casual misogyny, his harassment of women. Almost this entire time, page six, uh, after this scene in that expose, page six picked up the mantle and, um, started showing videos where, he, you know, he would openly, openly hit on women, um, And so, for his part, Mar- um, Martin Freeman did come out and he did apologize. Um, he said he never meant it to be, um, that this was never meant to be um, done in a harassing or, or negative way. Um, but, you know, that's what they all say. And I'm sorry, like, even if you didn't realize or even if your intentions weren't that, don't we teach our children that um, no matter what your intentions, if the action hurts someone's feelings, we need to apologize and make it right? And, I mean, to his credit, he did apologize. I don't know if he's reached out to these women or not. Um, and, you know, that, that much I don't know. Not much has been said about that. Um, but publicly, he did apologize. And I think he might just take the James Franco route and... And ride the storm out. Um, you know, there's there's not a lot that he can do at this point. Um, even if his career is damaged, he's a, he's a millionaire many times over. So he'll be able to spend the rest of his life um, fairly comfortable. Unless, of course, these women decide to sue, which is always a possibility. Um, but I'm not sure that it's going to happen. Uh, I, you know, in the Cosby case, I think that they just all figured, hey, we're never going to see justice. We're never going to see this creep behind bars. Um, and, and Cosby also tried to deny and vilify these women. Morgan Freeman actually took the opposite route and said, I screwed up. I made a mistake. So maybe they won't sue him. And maybe, you know, if he never works again... He can just sit back and um, relax and have a good retirement, um, or maybe he'll he'll work again and make us realize why we loved him. Maybe he'll do a really big interview with um, like a Diane Sawyer or um, one of those ladies, like a really big heavyweight journalist who won't be afraid to ask him questions because I think that's the only way he's gonna managed to escape this. I will be right back. And continuing with our crazy, crazy roller coaster ride, which roller coaster gossip, that needs to be the name of it, of a episode of Drunk Gossip Soon. Um, and I don't know why I just said it like you guys aren't listening to Drunk Gossip right now. It's like, I don't know. Um, 
these Long Island ICs, what can I tell you? <laughs> Kids, do not try this at home. Have a trusted bartender make you a, a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> Let's talk Pete Davidson. Um, he recently broke up with his girlfriend, Cassie David. Um, there's really no word on what broke them up. Um, you know, if it, most of the time I would try to speculate, but my crush on Pete Davidson is deep, and I really just, I guess I wanted to hope that he was gay and just wanting me and was listening to this podcast and was like, yes, that's the man I want to be with. But I know that's probably not true. Or maybe he's seen my movie, A Big Globe, and was like, oh my god, that dude's funny. We should totally team up and do a movie together. Which I would love. So Pete Davidson, um, just give me a call if you're listening to this. I will do a movie with you, I promise. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he broke up with, with his girlfriend, Cassie David. And um, really, really quickly, even by Hollywood standards... He was linked with Ariana Grande. Now, you know, earlier we talked about how uh, Eminem and Nicki Minaj were a weird couple. But Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, like, make absolutely no sense. Like, when would they have actually met? Um, you know, I, I have to look more into the story. They could, I guess they could have met at the Megala, um... But I'm pretty sure that Pete Davidson wasn't invited. And I'm not sure that Ariana Grande won either. Um, you know, someone's going to say, well, they could have met on Saturday Night Live. They could have. Um, but that doesn't make sense to me either. Uh, anyways, but they're allegedly they're casually dating. And some really nasty people were like, well, you, he has borderline personality disorder. He can't be dating. You know, it's really hard to be in a relationship with someone like that. And maybe that's true. Um, But Pete Davidson really took issue with that and um, did an Instagram post. Which, what is it with Instagram, like, being the place where people break news? I miss the good old days of Facebook being the the newsbreaker. Anyways... (laughs) He basically said, normally, I wouldn't even address this, but fuck you, yada, 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 and then talks about how mental illness isn't a joke, it's very serious, um, you know, and people with mental disorders can be in relationships, it might be tougher, but it's not at all, um, something that prevents them from, from dating, and all I want to say about this is, um, mental illness is no joke. I agree with him on that. Um, as far as people not dating, I wouldn't have any kind of romantic life if people with mental mental illness stopped dating. Um, you know, the last guy I dated was, um, well, he had some sort of 
neurotic symptoms. Um, the one before that was a sociopath who tried to gaslight me. And I'm sure someone I date in the future will, you know, have something wrong with him. So please, people with mental illness, don't stop dating. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the thing about all relationships is they're hard. And both parties have to make it, have to make, both parties have to want to make the relationship work. Otherwise, it won't. And we just went over time because I could not get that sentence out because of these damn, damn Long Island ICs. I'll be right back. Okay, so I hadn't planned on making an op-ed um, piece, but I'm going to. Um, first, I do want to say that the Drunk Gossip blog, um, everything has been worked out. Um, the little bump in the road that I talked about when I recorded in Central Park, um, that ha- that question has been answered. So... I'm now free and clear to launch the blog, um, so look for it, um, probably within the next month, um, I know I, I pushed it back, but I had to, when I hit pause on it because of the, um, decision I was waiting on, um, the team I had working on it actually had to take on other work, so, now, now that I can, um, put everything behind it, I can get going and and get that launched and hopefully I can get it launched sooner than a month. Um, just no promises because um, things got a little crazy for me for a little bit. Um, that's out of the way. So let's talk about William H Macy. First of all, I love him and Felicity Hoffman together. I think they're the greatest, one of the greatest couple couples in Hollywood, right up there with Kevin Bacon and Kara Sedgwick. Um, but he recently did an interview where he essentially said he doesn't want his daughters to think that sex is bad. He doesn't. He wants them to have sex guilt-free and not worry about it. And this is where I applaud him because his view is very in line with my views. You know, why... Why make something sounds bad, sounds so guilty. Um, and then tell, tell people not to do it because that's only going to make them want to do it more. Um, you know, there's... Sure, you want... You know, we all want to think that when we, have, when we had sex for the right time, for the first time, it's with the right person. Um, with me, it wasn't. It was with one of my friends and... Um, one of us was gay, and the other ended up very confused in life. Um, you know, I, he's come to terms more with being bi, um, later on. But it, it took him a while to get there. Um, and that's mostly because, again, our parents taught us that sex was bad, that it was not something that we should be doing, um... That we should be, you know, waiting for marriage. Which, you know, in, 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 in parents' defense, gay marriage wasn't legal 
when I was a child. So, they were basically asking me to never have sex. And once I had sex, I was like, there's no way I'm going to stop having sex. I don't care how naughty it is. I don't care, you know. Um, did they, you know, and they only did what their parents taught them and, and so on and so forth. But I think the new generation, um, you know, people my age are starting to understand more and more that you don't want to make things forbidden. You know, you don't want to make things so, um, sound so bad. You know, I have some friends who, um, I had one friend who played the Pussycat Dolls for, for her children. Because, you know, she wanted them to hear it. You know, if they want to listen, she wanted to be in control of that. Um, I have other friends who talk very openly about smoking weed. Um, they don't do it in front of their kids. Um, but they do talk about smoking weed and they say, you know, when the time is right, if you would like to try it, I would. you need to try it with me. You know, I will, whatever. This is good parenting. It's it's not telling your kids not to make mistakes. It's not tell, punishing them for making mistakes. But showing them, you know, hey, there's a right way to do things. You know, and there's a right way to wrap up this podcast. And let's just say happy Memorial Day. Um, thank you from the bottom of my heart to all the vets who have um, fought in in our wars. So that we can have free speech in this country. Um, and that our country hasn't been taken over by foreign foreign powers. Um, and I would just like to say cheers. Um, I'm reading my Long Island ICT to you guys. Have a great long weekend. Drink up and I will be back with you. Um, my next episode will probably be on Tuesday. Until then, cheers.